Welcome, everyone, and thanks for tuning into another Strong Goo podcast. I'm your host, Joe Donar, and well, today I will be talking about the thing that controlled me for most of my life, and that was my ego. Oh, shit, that was intense. But we'll call this episode Tales from the Ego, part one of probably many. We'll definitely get to that, but if you like what you hear in this episode, please share and support by clicking the like button and follow the Strong Goo podcast for weekly tips and tricks for self-development. And if you already have been listening, I just want to say thank you. Your support means the world to me. And everything I talk to you about on this podcast or say on this podcast seriously comes from the heart. So when you listen to each one of these episodes, you are really hearing the soul of who I am as a person. And I am completely grateful to anyone who takes time out of their day to tune in to this podcast with an open mind. You guys rock. But uh, with that being said, let's dive in. What's up, my Strong Goo fam? The thing I want to talk to you all about today is my ego and how I was feeding that shadowed beast within. But uh, so where to begin? Um, let's talk about let's talk about CrossFit. I started CrossFit back in 2006 during my first deployment with the 235 Army Infantry Unit. I didn't do it on a regular basis back then because I was more like a back by bro, chest try type of guy. Doing all those reps without much rest didn't make much sense to me. Like, how the hell do you do all those reps without rest? I just had the old bodybuilding mentality where I I had to stop to take three minutes in between each one of my sets so I could find the next perfect song. But I was curious, and I just had to find out. So I did my first workout, and well, you know the story. I drank the Kool-Aid and became addicted to the pain of progress. Each workout gave me a chance to suppress my feelings that were not nurtured growing up. I got really good at bearing my burdens and hiding all my fears. And I learned how to do it with a smile on my face. But let's back up for a sec because I really think it started during my childhood. When I was a kid, I learned how to swallow my feelings that danced in my heart. And this repression continued during my time spent in the army. I was getting really good at numbing my emotions because now when I was in the army, I was being rewarded for my lack of empathy because soldiers don't cry. They soldier on. Finding this newfound purpose with my workouts gave me a way to master the art of suffering through action. Because there's so many ways to torture yourself, and they're all so much fun. It's a masochist stream, and it's super easy to get swept up into if you had an ego like mine. I was trying to use exercise as a way to sharpen my mind by dulling my heart, which is completely foolish in retrospect because if you ever want a sharp mind, you need to have an open heart. But anyways, I, I got really used to the hurt, to the point where if I was still At the end of my workout, standing up, I shamed myself because I left some of my effort on the table. In my head, I should always be rolling around on the floor in complete agony. Anything less was just less. I got in the more is better mindset, which is typically and ironically just another way to get less, by the way. Um, But unfortunately for me, what I received from these workouts was just more self-torture because I believed I deserved it. It was a form of penance because I wasn't good enough for myself. And so, because I wasn't good enough for me or anyone, I punished myself completely. For me, it was a lose-lose. If I met my arbitrary goals or even exceeded them, I couldn't even relish in the victory of the moment because the results were already expected by my own lofty expectations. So therefore, no celebration was needed because I already knew it was going to happen. And on the contrary, I would constantly pick myself apart when I fall apart, when I failed, which was a lot. 
I was trying to be better than the situation, which constantly gave me no room at all for any mistakes. These workouts gave me a creative outlet for ways to sacrifice my body so I could feel the pain that I deserved. And I'm sure this sounds totally crazy to all of you, and it kind of was, but that's the kind of state of mind I got into when I was feeding my own ego with the thoughts it provided. You see, balancing the ego while building your self-esteem is super tricky. The more I boosted my confidence and overall belief in myself, I automatically started feeling better and looking better. But this is dangerous because if we overfill our cup of confidence too often, it turns to arrogance. I began to lose the balance of my true self because now I was training to improve my pride and not my spirit. The image that comes to my mind as an example would be your typical politician type, the one who wants to change the world but realizes pretty quickly that their hands are tied and so they're going to start looking for ways to enhance their status or position while doing a little good here and there. That's what kind of happens though when you start anything with good intentions and then you're placed in a position of power where people follow your word. At this point, it's pretty easy to start stroking your own ego. So of course, we start believing these bad thoughts we all have in our head, making us look to obtain validation from others who hold that same belief structure as us, which ultimately supports our own false fears. It got to the point for me where I finally recognized the difference between what loving myself felt like opposed to what hurting myself looked like. So to remedy this, I figured out what I needed to learn to improve my self-worth without manifesting more self-destruction. What I came to figure out were three things. The first thing is, in order to do any real growing, we all have to release our guilt while attempting to build our self-esteem. We have to let go of what was and the past hurt we still hold on to. This is to ensure we don't build self-loathing or self-hate for ourselves. Because if we hate ourselves, how can we love ourselves? Because loving starts with you and always you. Second, we have to let go of our anger when constructing our confidence. This one was really hard for me and still kind of is. But we need to let go of our anger. Otherwise, pride and arrogance will both develop. This is when other people's opinions stop mattering to you because you tell yourself that you don't need to know anything you don't already know because you already know everything, right? If we're able to free ourselves from the anger within, we could then start creating a sort of confidence that has nothing to prove because it already knows it's enough. And lastly, we need to build a system of beliefs and values we hold true out of kindness. If your system shames you like mine did or makes you feel guilty about your past mistakes or makes you worry about the worst case scenario, then it's not a system worth supporting. I will forever endorse CrossFit though and whatever other crazy pain-inflicted activities people may do because at the end of the day, we still need to learn how to work for what we want and to do so, we need to work on the hard and the challenging if we expect to grow into the higher version of ourselves. But we just can't work our butts off for heart's sake only. We should only do the things we desire to do in life for love's sake only. We need to be smarter than the tasks we create. Otherwise, our tasks are the ones in control, not us. We need to work so we can find better ways to love, so we can begin to love ourselves for all of who we are and nothing that we're not. And we have to remember that we don't have to suffer in order to love. We could just love. So when I was able to release the pain from my heart, I realized I didn't need to prove my love anymore. I could just love because I wanted to. The moment this happens, when the love in our heart weighs more than the hate we have for ourselves, is when we officially become stronger than the pain, rising us above our own self-doubt so we can truly become the heroes we were born to be. That's it, guys. Love happy, my friends. Thanks for listening. And remember, the work is the journey, and the journey will forever be the work. Till next time.